Welcome to the verse of the day. May you be blessed as you receive it. All right. Good morning, everybody. Uh, I have with me today my brother Robert Young coming from Rosedale, New York. Yes. How you doing, Robert? How's everything going over there? I'm doing well. Things are going well here. Uh, in light of our current situation, we're doing well. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Uh, many people are challenged in so many different ways during this pandemic. And one of the verses that gives me solace and comfort and sort of helps me break through this virtual reality and allows me to take a peek into the reality that God wants us to focus on is Galatians 2.20. For a long time, that verse kind of scared me and uh, really convicted me. Uh, Paul says here, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. What does that verse mean to you, Robert? Um, you know, when I think about being crucified with Christ, um, I think about how, you know, my life's ambition um, is no longer about the things in this world. Um, you know, at some point, I think we all gain education and guidance to do things that are better for us. We, we're taught about self-preservation. We're taught about reaching our goals in life. But, you know, when you become a Christian and you realize what Christ had given up, has given up for us, um, you realize what you now are challenged with giving up um, for an eternal goal. Um, no longer do we put our hope, um, do we put our energy, do we put our time into things that will one day perish. And, and I think the coronavirus is helping us see that very clearly. Right? Yeah. You know, we, we really have no power here. We have no uh, real authority or jurisdiction uh, in this world. Uh, what we are longing for is the next world. Um, and Christ has paved the way by letting us know that there's only one way to get to that world. Um, and we have to be crucified to this one. I think that's what was scary for me because I was a young man in my 20s when I became a Christian. So I still had a lot of living in the world to do. <laughs> and so Paul is saying, yeah, no, I'm crucified. I no longer live. And I was like, wait a minute, but I, I do have to live. <laughs> And so as a young Christian, that was a challenge for me. You know, it was challenging me to look at myself in a different way, even though I wasn't ready. And it took me a while to, to see that, yeah, you know what, this life may look promising at some times, but it's passing quickly. And so there's nothing to pursue here. Uh, whatever we want to do, you know, we live for Christ. Yes, that we can do positively, but... Jesus has something else for us in the future. No, absolutely. Um, you know, what he has uh, prepared for us, you know, like he told us in John 14, 6, right? He has a room prepared for us, so let us not be troubled. Um, you know, it's those things that we need to stay focused on. And I think that over our lifetimes, we've only lived a short time here, but we realize that nothing here is really going to satisfy us. Um, nothing here is really going to make us feel, you know, um, special or, or if so it's only for a short time and so you know the more we realize that we dwell on you know books like ecclesiastes and say everything is meaningless you realize 
there's nothing in this world that I want to live for. You know, I want to live for the world that's coming afterwards. I think that's also to a challenge is that, you know, in order for Christ to live in us, as Paul says, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. In order for that to happen, we need to be crucified. Like Paul says, I have been crucified. So until we learn to really crucify ourselves, say no to the flesh, we won't experience Christ living in us. And we won't see God's hand now alive using our body, as Paul also says in Romans 12, 1, using it as a living sacrifice. I think those two verses are connected, you know. Romans 12, 1 is sort of one of the practical ways of, of carrying out this concept of being crucified with Christ. Yeah, and, and you know, this idea um, of being crucified is not something that happens once and for all. It's something that we continue to do on a daily basis you know exactly. um, you know we have to continue to take our thoughts and make them captive to christ and uh, continue to put them to death because on any given day you know there's parts of us that want to rise up and do something other than the will of god um, and we we need to just continue to put those to to death you know so that we can move closer and closer to our Ooh. final goal which is salvation amen amen as you said, you know, times like these really help us reflect more on these eternal truths. And it teaches us that at any moment in time, during any situation, these are things that we can live, that we can practice, and that have more meaning. Because I guess we're, uh, we're, our eyes are open. Wow, look at that. Yes, this is, we're not in control here. Yeah. <laughs> Although some people might tell us that we could be. Uh, this is a very fast existence there's a fast transitioning and if we don't have our eyes on the prize we might end up living for the wrong life oh absolutely uh, and you know this pandemic has put everything into perspective uh, because yes. like we've seen the coronavirus is not discriminative you know it doesn't discriminate person to person um, we still don't really know how you get it although some people have talked a little bit about that and so um, the only thing we can do in a situation like this is put our hope in Christ, Amen. put our hope in God, right? Um, and believe that he's going to take care of us. If not in this life, in the next, we will, we will be okay. That's right. So encourage everybody to really uh, take hold of their thoughts, you know, examine yourself. What or who are you living for? Paul says here, He's been crucified with Christ, and now he lives. And so I encourage everyone and challenge you to think about that. This life, we can crucify it, not, thank God, not in the way that Jesus had to endure it, a literal physical crucifixion. But as Paul explains in Romans 6, 3, and 4, when we give ourselves up and die in baptism, we join him in his death. We literally are crucified with him, and the old body of sin is done away with, as he says in those verses in Romans 6, so that now, as Jesus was raised to newness of life, we can begin to experience that newness in ourselves. But like you said, Robert, it's a continual saying of no and living that crucified life so that Christ can live in us. And that not only gives us hope, but inspires hope to everyone around us. Thank you, Robert, for joining me today. Much appreciated. 
All and right. uh, God willing, we'll see each other in the future, in the All near right. future. God bless. God bless you. Have a good day. I pray you have been blessed by the insight you received from today's verse of the day. Walk with the Lord and be a blessing.